Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Chuba, first down and more. There goes Chuba. He's running free at the 20. He will not be caught. 65-yard touchdown run for Chuba Hubbard. And welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast. This is the Hurry Up Hot Seat, counting down the top 25 teams in the country according to our CBS Sports preseason 2020 rankings. One story, one hot seat for every single team. And today we are taking a look at the Oklahoma State Cowboys, and that is going to bring friend of the podcast, Ben Kercheval, back to the hot seat. Ben, the expectations are as high for Oklahoma State maybe going into the year um, at least as high as they've been in maybe a decade or so. Um, you're, do you believe that the fact that Chuba Hubbard's back, the fact that Spencer Sanders was the Big 12 offensive freshman in the year, that Tylen Wallace is an NFL talent at wide receiver, and that you've got the rest of a depth chart that could be built out well for a good offense, do you think that all of the hype and all of the excitement and all of the optimism is going to come together with an Oklahoma State season that will reflect uh, the excitement right now? I hate to always say this, but I think it's really true this year for Pokes. If it's not going to be this year, Chip, when's it going to be? Because I don't know how much more of a window you need out of this group. So you just mentioned your trio, Sanders, Hubbard, Wallace, the latter two probably the best in the conference at their respective positions, some of the best in the country there. They have a pretty good offensive line coming back, and they bring in another guy, uh, Josh Sills from West Virginia, who you know he's had a little bit of uh, inconsistencies because of some coaching changes and, and uh, some injury issues, but probably an NFL guy in his own regard. Then on defense, you're bringing back really a lot of guys. A.J. Green's about the only real dude that they're going to be missing on that side of the ball. He, he didn't even get drafted in the NFL, but he's still a big loss uh, for them. So you have this real experienced team, and then on top of that, a couple of the fact that, look, Oklahoma's the favorite again. They're even odds going into this season from William, William Hill Sportsbook. But you, you break it up, and yet another quarterback, Spencer Rattler. Now, they think he's going to be pretty good, but it's still a question. I think they have some depth concerns at wide receiver. So you have a, a little bit more of an unknown factor with Oklahoma. And then, you know, you you have everything coming back there. And so I, that's, I come back to, if you're a team like Oklahoma State, those types of opportunities, they don't come around every year. They come around once every five years or once every 10 years. And to me, this is one of those, those windows where if you're going to go get it, this is your time to go get it. What is it? Oh, you got a Big 12 championship. I don't know about that, college, it, maybe college football playoff spot. Like you might get that kind of like number four spot. So is that is is uh, talk to me about that? What 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 is 
like, what are fair expectations? What are fair aspirations for this Oklahoma State team? Well, fair expectations would tell you that you'll get about nine wins out of this team because that's what Mike Gundy just about gets you every single year, eight or nine, more or less. Uh, you might have some seasons where they break through a little bit more. And again, I, I think this has the opportunity to be one of those. But, you know, you're going to find out real quick, Barton, in about the middle of the season, if this team's for real, you got to go to TCU, which, look, I don't care what record they're going to have this season. Gary Patterson being the defensive mind that he is, like, he always seems to have an answer for one or two of these high flying offenses. You got to go to TCU, follow that up. You got Iowa State. Then you get at Oklahoma a couple weeks after that. So you're going to find out real quick in the in the beef of the season whether this team can overcome a lot of those challenges and really take that next step or not. So I think fair expectations are this team will win probably about nine, maybe ten games because that that has more or less been the ceiling of this program under Gundy. The aspirations are – you go, you win the Big 12, and maybe you're in that conversation for the, the fourth playoff spot. I don't know that anyone around the program will tell you that is absolutely what they're going to go out and do this year, but I think they feel like in the right circumstances, maybe that would be something that would fall into place for them. Do you think that the confidence in Spencer Sanders is – uh, worthy. I mean, I mentioned the accolades at the front. He was the Big Twelve Offensive Freshman of the Year. He had, you know, got a little bit hurt, got hurt near the end of the season, missed some games, yeah. but still put together some impressive, you know, school freshman records. Like the accolades are there. You read his bio on Oklahoma State's official team website. It looks good. We, you watch a, a lot of football just like we do. You have your own set of opinions in terms of what you want to see from a difference-making quarterback at the Power 5 level. Do you think that Spencer Sanders fits that? I, he fits it if he cuts down on the mistakes. So he's, he's a gunslinger, playmaker by trade. And when you have a really young guy stepping in to, to go out there and, and try to make plays, you're going to get a lot of good with that. And last year, that really manifested into turnovers, which is not uncommon for, for someone who is as young as him thrust into that type of position. And one thing I will say about Mike Gundy is, you know, he's not scared, and he's going to let a guy go out there and make plays, um, even if that means you're going to get some turnovers, if, as long as it's a learning experience. And I think that's the step that we need to see from Sanders going into 2020. I mean, there is a stretch in the middle of the year. I'm looking at it now. Texas, Kansas State, Texas Tech, back to back to back. Uh, you know, he had seven interceptions to three touchdowns. And that's not even counting you know, any fumbles or anything like that. So for him, it's about, you know, taking better care of the ball and, and just really progressing as a guy who is concerned with, okay, yeah, you'll take your shots and you'll make your plays, but you also have to be concerned with moving the chains. I mean, you have a lot of help around you. You have weapons. And when you have a good quarterback with some skill, you got to put weapons around them so that they can make plays as well. So I think that's just the natural next step in Sanders' uh, uh, progression as a, as a pretty decent college quarterback. When, when I was, when we were talking about big 12 in our, in our spring gleaning, I noted that, uh, the Big 12 or the Oklahoma State official site was boasting about Oklahoma holding six of its opponents below their average point total um, 
<laughs> and and basically that's average. They they average an average defense. Yeah. Can this defense be better than an average defense with all these guys coming back? Because we've talked a lot about their offense, and those guys are really good. But you got to stop somebody. Is, is is how confident are you there? Less confident, but so here's my thing. A lot of times we, we get into this little habit of saying, well, the, the defense comes back this year, and we just automatically assume that means they're going to be better. Right. When in reality, you go, well, if the whole defense is coming back and they were just a marginal defense last year, what makes us think they're just automatically going to be better if those – maybe those are just the players that they have on defense. So – I wouldn't. I would be surprised if they were a, you know, top flight defense in that conference. Maybe to the likes of like what Baylor was last year, or what TCU can sometimes feel, depending on the personnel that they have. So I don't know that I would expect that from them. But I will say that, you know, under Gundy, some of the areas where they've really thrived in the past were were takeaways, and in in that case. In a conference like the Big 12 where you know there's going to be a lot of points, you know there's going to be a lot of yards and a lot of ball movement, sometimes it's like, okay, you don't necessarily have to have the best third down stop percentage or you know the yards per play average. If you can get those key takeaways, I mean, those count of stops all the same. So 2011 when they won the Big 12 title, they were really good at that. Uh, a number of years later, I want to say maybe 14 or 15 or something like that, they, they were really good in it as well and they had a good season. So – for them, if you're getting takeaways, and some of that is by happenstance, it's just you know the luck of the draw. But that to me is going to be the area where if you're going to have a mediocre defense and still get your stops, that's probably going to be the one area where you have to have some kind of success. He is Ben Kercheval. Hey, real quick before we let you off the hook, before we let you off the hot seat, will Oklahoma State get a win against the Oklahoma Sooners? Any win? So you can build that out as however you want. Will they? Will Mike Gundy, who is two and thirteen against Oklahoma, get a win against Lincoln Riley, who is three and zero against Oklahoma State? I'm gonna say no. You got to go to Norman this year, and then if you, even if you get them twice, I give if you're giving me a guy who's won two whole games against Oklahoma, and you're you're saying give me one win or give me the field, I'm gonna take the field. He, playing the number, playing the number. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You can follow him on Twitter at Ben Kirchville. Ben, thank you very much. Yep.